Hello and welcome to Start Over Coffee. My name is Shakela Smith and I'm a product marketing analyst here at Start. Start Over Coffee is all about having conversations with creators in the Salt Lake City area. And today I'll be interviewing William Pepper, who is the CEO and co-founder of Park. Park is a peer-to-peer platform that provides an eco-friendly option to traditional parking that saves money and time. In this episode, we'll be discussing the future of parking. Hi, William. How are you? I'm good. You know, just trying to get through this quarantine and with everything going on. How are you? Um, good. I, I feel the same. I feel like in person, things are so much better. So it's adapting to just being online. But um, also, I don't know. I feel like now things are back, like going back open. I'm scared that we're going to close again. <laughs> yeah. um, and then anyway, I'm just hoping for the best <laughs> at this yeah. point. Yeah. Honestly, same. Regardless of, I think, your standpoint on coronavirus, it's it exists and it's here. And mm-hmm. I guess, like, wear a mask. <laughs> Be <Right>. responsible. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for this episode, I really want to talk about park and, and the future parking, your thoughts on parking, kind of the issue revolving around parking. And um, I would love for you to speak a little bit about how park started and... Um, giving everybody listening a, an intro on park. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I think obviously with now with Corona and a lot of people are living are like not leaving their houses. It is a little bit on pause, right? But yeah. as things start going up again and events start starting up because people want to go out, but as soon as that starts up again, parking is going to be a big, like a really big problem again, a really big pain. So um, that's where we're hoping to come in. But essentially, Park is the Airbnb of parking, and it empowers home and business owners, allowing them to rent out any unused parking spots to the, the to the public. Cool, cool. How did you start Park? Like, what was like? What's the story behind it? What made you like so passionate about solving this issue of parking? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, actually, my story is very similar to to like most students. I feel like. Yeah. Um, going to college, parking is so expensive. And especially, I think I was talking to you before, but, but like people were like complaining that like they pay for this parking permit, but they're not guaranteed a parking spot, which literally doesn't make sense. Right. So I was like, why am I paying three, five, like three to $400 for this parking permit and I can't park anywhere. And I noticed like all of these houses and all these, all of these stores right next to campus with a bunch of open spots and I was like I'd rather just pay them you know so I can park there instead of buying this parking permit and then I started working um, with my friend who owns uh, this 7-Eleven gas station which is like a five minute walk to campus and then I was parking there and I decided to work you know I was like, hey can I just pay you to park here right <laughs> that's so smart <laughs> yeah it, it was like just so much more convenient where mm-hmm. I was like somebody should make it make an app so much to do this for like you know and then that's when kind of park was born you know and I just had this idea I knew nothing about startups I knew nothing about creating a company or making totally. an app it was just an idea I had and you know just kind of got to work hard and make it into like a reality I guess I love that no I think every every startup business or whatever comes from an idea or a frustration and so I love that you actually acted on that frustration because parking for me I, when I went to the university was 
awful too. And I just didn't know what to do about it. Like I didn't have a solution. So I'm happy that you're finding a solution. And um, do you think it's, it's a problem just at the university or do you feel like this issue happens in just everywhere? Do you think that this could scale to be, to be an app that's used for, for big events? And what are your thoughts on scaling with park? Yeah, so initially the the like the biggest pain point for me was school, but I've soon to to come find out not only is it at uh, like my school, but first off, it's at every single college across the country, but also any kind of event, parking is a pain. Um, I was talking to people and just going to like a jazz game or just mm-hmm. any kind of big event, parking is a real pain, right? And then and then even in like the more denser cities, parking every day, just going to work. Or if you're going out at night or something, parking can be a pain too. So um, I feel like parking can be used really anywhere with, you know, like dense population and like people want to go places. So it's parking is going to be a pain there too, I think. Cool. Cool. How, how large is your, your team currently right now with park? Yeah, so we, we scaled up. We, we don't have a lot of people right now. It's just like five or six people right now. That's um, good. No, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's myself, my partner, Juno, who's our main programmer. Yeah. And um, this guy named Chris, Chris Sherman. He's our operations guy. He's helped us get meetings and meet, meet new people. And then we had these uh, two new students that just joined us. They go to the YouTube and um, they're going to be helping us on the design side of things, helping us draw stuff and cool. come up with social media stuff. How, how have you grown to, to your size of the team? Like, that's really good to have five or six people for, for an app that's so, you know, young. I think that's amazing. That's great. How did you get, how did you grow um, your team? And what were you, what were you looking for as far as characteristics on growing a team? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of startups struggle with that. Right. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I'm always down to meet people, right? So like, yeah. wherever I go and you know, we met through mutual friends, so I'm always going to events and meeting new people and always keep an open mind, right? Cool. And then it's just like random places. So like Chris, he, uh, we were just posting on Instagram and he just messaged me on, he just DM'd me on Instagram randomly. And I was like, all right, well, let's just give him a shot. We'll talk to him. And then now we're working together now. And then the two, the two um, designers we have now, I actually got the chance to give a, like a lecture in this class yeah for this for entrepreneurship and then after they just came up to me and they wanted to help help out so we brought them on too so it's just like I feel like there's opportunities everywhere and then you just be open-minded you know totally I think networking like networking openly is so important and not being closed off Mm-hmm. especially about your idea because some some entrepreneurs like hold their idea so tightly that they don't share it with others and they're not open with others but I think networking is key I totally agree with that where, where else have you networked besides the you like have you have you used LinkedIn um yeah LinkedIn I've yeah. LinkedIn is actually pretty cool <laughs> they have like people like people that like pop up and then you just connect with them and then you just end up talking Ooh. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, most of the time, I feel like it doesn't really lead to anything, but, you know, like, one out of ten people, you never know. Um, so, the yeah, the you, and then um, I have a lot of friends that are also, like, founders of their own company, cool. and just hanging out with them and just meeting new people, yeah, like, random places. Cool. Love that. 
Um, during COVID-19, did you struggle with that a lot? Because I know I struggled with that. I, and online, just like moving networking to online, it was really difficult. What, what ways did you, I guess, make connections online? Did you guys just stop completely or, um, and focus on the app? What, what was your strategy there? I think so. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Cause like COVID it was like, Oh, cause we were in this competition. Um, we were in the, uh, Utah entrepreneur challenge. We were like top 10 and then we made this video and we were so hyped for that. And then that got canceled completely. And then like a lot of stuff got canceled basically. And then, yeah. which sucked. And a lot of the events got canceled. So we had all these things planned out for this fall semester cool. and they got postponed. But, um, we, Actually, it's kind of like a good thing, too, because we have a lot more time to work on our product to make sure the app is like really, really good by the time spring comes and events start popping up again. Yeah. So we kind of shifted goals where like, let's just make sure the app is perfect and ready to go by the time fall comes. So that, that was our main focus. And uh, we just launched actually on iOS like awesome. a couple days ago. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That, uh, that is so awesome. I actually... For our social media, I will definitely reach out to you to, to get that announcement out. That's awesome. I, I love that. Um, what are what are some other struggles that you had? I it seems like you overcame some adversity there by by developing the app and making it really really just your main focus. Um, mm-hmm. But what other things did you did you shift your focus on? Did you find more problems with parking? Did, like was there anything else that you found that um, during that downtime you were able to focus on? I think the biggest thing is like, since the, all these things are canceled, we have to figure out a new way to reach out to people, especially with Corona. Like before, when I first started, I didn't really know how to reach out to more houses. So I went door to door for the first time, giving out flyers. And I was like, maybe people don't want me going door to door now <laughs> with Corona. Totally. It has to be like a smarter way to do this. And we were trying to figure it out and we're still figuring it out. But mainly using like social media and then having them like, because there's a lot of pages with like um, Utah based following and maybe we can target those pages. Right. So it's just like, yeah. figuring out, I don't know, like a new strategy to reach people without doing it physically so they don't get scared of Corona or anything. Totally. I think you have to get super creative. Like it made everyone be creative if they wanted to proceed with their startup or their project that they had pre-coronavirus and like lockdown, they they got creative. And I was the same way. I was on Kickstarter looking at um, people's projects. I, I think for every industry, what industry you were in, you had to find other ways to communicate with people and keep the outreach going. Um, but, but with the app, which is exciting, like I'm so excited that you released on Apple and Google now. Um, what, what are things like key things that you found with developing an app that were just vital that you didn't know before because I know that there's bugs and all that coding which I it's a whole different language for me but yeah what did you find like that was just so I guess important in developing that app I think for me the biggest thing because I'm not a programmer really like I know like some basic stuff but like um Juno my partner who's like the main programmer it's like you have to find someone that you can trust to bring your idea to, to life but the biggest thing really is like working on the communication between me and Juno, right? Making sure we're all on the same page. Totally. Yeah, because it's like hard because 
you have that you have this like idea and then you're gonna put on paper and then somehow translate it to like somebody else to make sure they understand too and i would say the second thing is um like once it's out that's just like a some like a like 10 percent of like the work yeah testing it and i feel like for me and him since we basically had this idea you know for like a long time we've, we've been working on it we know how like the app works right yeah. versus like someone else new coming in they, they, they don't know what this button does they don't know what what they're supposed to do so creating it making it easy for like people to use was kind of hard too huh interesting with with like apps and development i know juno you said is like really good at it but what what kind of research did you find for for parking and in apps out there that already exist Mm-hmm. Like, did you find any other apps that are trying to do the same thing or something similar? Yeah. So there's a, there's a, there's a couple apps that are trying to do the same thing. Okay. And it's kind of like a race right now because <laughs> it's like, well, because like it's been tried before, but yeah, maybe they, they just did it wrong or they gave up too early or something where, where um, this app has like, like one of uh, our similar apps has just been sitting there for years. They haven't really done anything, which is like mm. weird, right? Um, and we're trying to figure out like what's what did they do wrong and what can we improve on? Um, Interesting. And I think on top of that is like looking at bigger apps, so just like Uber, uh, Airbnb, seeing how they structure their app because I mean obviously I think Airbnb has figured it out, you know? Yeah. So it's like oh they have this feature it's doing really well, maybe we should put that on our app or, you know what I mean? Like just taking similar things and putting it together for us. Yeah, so do you think um, with duplicating those kind of, or getting idea creations from those designs, did you see that there was maybe potentially more problems that you could help solve with Park? I know that you bring kind of this, the users and the community together by letting the community monetize a little bit on on these parking spots but were were there other features that you've included now has it changed and evolved a little bit yeah so we have a lot of ideas but um yeah. for this first phase for this first phase is just the parking app okay helping uh, people monetize their spots really cool um but in in the future we definitely start wanting to helping out small businesses uh giving them a chance to use our use our platform to like promote certain goods if they want um we're calling them like like alert badges or something where these businesses can hey um park here if you if you do park here you can get a discount on a new slurpee or something you know oh, what i mean something like that neat. that'd be cool yeah i love that i love that i think that initiative it's kind of i never was the is it pokemon go like a, right yeah yeah <laughs> kind of like there's some strategy or people who want i don't know I've heard that Pokemon Go is addicting, but maybe because there's some like aspect of gaming to it in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some sort of reward, but I love that idea. I think that's cool. Right. And then uh, we're actually going to add that too, um, yeah. where it's like, so the alert badges is more for the host side. And mm-hmm. then we want to add more gamification stuff to make it more of a community and fun side for the user side. Uh-huh. Right. But we're still working on the Kings and still playing out some stuff. But yeah, that'd be really cool down the road to have like a game aspect from it too. That's so awesome. I like that. Um, and with like, I know you're, you guys are in Salt Lake right now in this app. 
obviously will um, expand probably to other cities. How are you guys doing that marketing and um, making partnerships with highly dense cities like LA or New York? Mm -hmm. I think, so initially we're just starting out in Salt Lake City, just kind of testing it out and figuring out like a nice blueprint really. Um, But uh, our next goal would be to go to LA and then start doing it there. And I think initially we're just kind of reaching out and right now, actually we're just calling places and planting the seeds, just getting Mm. park, just like parks name out there. And I've been fortunate enough to make pretty good, pretty cool friends over there and that will help us promote park once we decide to go over there. Cool. But that's like probably one of our basic ideas for now. Cool. So you're just focused on Salt Lake right now and then you'll expand. Cool. Yeah. What, what do you think, I mean, with those higher densities, I feel like they've had this parking problem for years. And I think that's why you saw probably apps on the store that haven't been utilized with parking yet. But like, how do you think parking has evolved even in the last three years? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's more, more like people, because in Salt Lake, I know that events really um, make parking a problem but I think like you were saying LA day-to-day has this issue how do you think like parking's evolving in cities that are highly dense but also cities that are just growing Mm -hmm. I think um it's kind of sucks but I don't think parking has been evolved as much as 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 it should be yeah you know with like everything else cars and everything being automated the process of parking is still relatively the same from like i don't know 10 10 20 years ago where people just find a spot and then park um now i see in the bigger cities they're starting to add tech to it like in those parking garages they have those like green lights and then you can see oh, if spots right. open or not yeah so we're starting to um and i think the next step would be similar with everything else just automate everything where there's no there's no holdups there's no interactions you just go and park and stop and uh really know like people holding up the line right yeah and that's what I'm that's what we're hoping to achieve with park is just a smooth process of like in and out in and out do you think parking's getting worse I know that you were saying there's like there's a lot of solutions now like mm-hmm. I think yeah I really like it when you go into a parking garage and it has those lights where it's green if it's not occupied red if it's occupied because I think it helps you find spots easier but is the, do you think it's getting worse? It's getting better? Do you think the issue, like you were saying, hasn't been really solved yet? Do you think it just takes a lot of people or a lot of ideas in companies or startups to solve this issue? I think, yeah. so it's interesting because with parking, um, especially in the bigger cities where people are like moving there and then the population's going up, but the land is the same so like yeah. I think parking is getting much worse and it will get much worse because we just have more people but we don't have as much land because parking takes up so much space and to construct them it costs so much money which is why we wanted to utilize like land that's already there for the houses and stuff um, and I think it will just take time I think now slowly people are starting to try to do stuff in parking yeah um but i think it just takes time with like companies that like like ours and all the other ones trying to innovate and do new stuff will just take time yeah no i think that's a great point and i also think like innovation 
um, for environmental sustainability is, is definitely a forefront for a lot of companies now. And um, it's becoming more of a corporate initiative. And so what do you think? I mean, parking is a huge, like if we have more cars on the road that aren't Tesla cars, we yeah. accumulate more, more uh, pollution in our air. So do you think we're becoming carless or do you think there's just going to be more cars on the road and people are just going to be stressed on where to park? Mm-hmm. I think it would be really cool if yeah. like the public transportation was like, you know, super like done really well and everybody yeah. preferred doing that. Cause I want that too, for, you know, for earth and nature, yeah. but just realistically, I don't think people will switch to taking the tracks or the train a lot. I think there will be more cars um, mm-hmm. and probably more electric cars, more Tesla going, you know, going more as things get cheaper. But I think in the end, there will be still like way more cars and more parking issues. <laughs> yeah. No, do you, do you see, like with companies such as Tesla, do you see yourself working closely beside environmental sustainability and having park be a part of that that Mm -hmm. initiative yeah i definitely think so because we want to um automate everything too and we want to make everything more environmentally safe so in in the future if you were to work with tesla and have park built in where they just get off of their their like work or their their like spot right and the car goes and leaves and looks for parking on its own. That would be crazy. Yeah. No, I could totally see that. I think there's so much potential in, in working with companies that are already doing something that aligns with what you're trying to do. Um, yeah, I think that there's so much, so much opportunity for that. But do you think that, like, what are your thoughts on, I don't know, parking parking garages and how that's changing too because I know that land like you're saying is it doesn't it's not growing land is not growing but there's more Mm -hmm. buildings going up Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on parking garages and how is park going to I guess um how are you gonna like monetize and um make sure all this the data is is being filled on the app. Does that make sense? Cause like with parking garages and homes and all of those parking spaces, um, what are the ways you're going to, I guess, um, like use it? Yeah, use it or be able to accumulate that data and make sure it's accurate. Cause I know people get frustrated when, when parking is taken, but like there's some bug on an, on the app or something, what are your ways that you're going to, I guess, or maybe you don't know the answer and I'm just asking you a <laughs> question. You don't even know an answer yeah. to, but I guess, um, what's your vision for that? Um, especially in bigger cities. Cause there's just so much land mm-hmm. and parking garages and building. Right. Yeah. I think so with the current, we're, we're still working it out to the kinks and figuring yeah. out like what's the best way because like this is a lot further down the road I think and we're still figuring out like an overall idea for this but um, in the future it'd be really cool to have underground parking garages like we already have yeah and then having instead of having someone there scan and a gate be open having this smooth process where cars just don't stop at all they just go in 
and then having cameras scan like the license plate and then it will it will tell on the app if they already paid or not and you just let them in and then they have that like and then instead of looking for a green spot they already have a designated spot to go to versus like looking for one driving around a circle is looking for one. Oh, so they're assigned parking right okay i love that so that's is that kind of your vision with park is more than just an app we're going to really change the game of parking or yeah so we just started off with the app but we, i mean we're trying to change the game you know? <laughs> <laughs> no i think that's awesome i think it starts baby steps and um to get to that obviously i mean jeff bezos started with books i mean mm-hmm. and now he's overcoming the market with Amazon. So Amazon is doing really well right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You, you never know. It's baby steps. Um, with like those baby steps and those milestones and goals that you have, um, what are, what are ways or how do you overcome adversity as, as an entrepreneur? I think the biggest thing is for people, for younger people, college students, really, they're, they're scared to get started because they don't, they think that they don't have the right skills and, and they might not yet, but yeah. the biggest, the biggest um, like skill anybody could have is executing, is taking and, and just a small idea and turning it into something. Yeah. So adversity is hard where like you have problems, you don't know if it's gonna work out or not, but just doing your own research and figuring it out and just talking to people, asking people for help. But like, as long as you're doing something, and you're heading in the right direction, I think is good. Yeah. You know, versus like people are just scared to even get started, I think. No, I think that's a very common theme is like this fear of failing. But if you mm-hmm. can just keep going, even if you have hard days, I think that's really important and key. Yeah. And even then, like failing is not that big of a deal. Like people, people fail all the time, you know? True. And if you see it as like, you should see it. Oh, I failed, but I learned so much. I've gotten so many more connections where it's not really failing. It's just, you just got to move on to the next thing. And yeah. It's, it's the adaption. I think I totally mm-hmm. agree. Um, what else, what is new with park? What is, um, things that you see with parking that will change in the future? Um, what, what are your thoughts on, on parking in the future? I think parking is going to be changed a lot in the next couple of years. Yeah. especially with um with all the cars evolving really fast now with all the new tech and stuff it's just a matter of time where parking will evolve too and i don't think parking is a uh, this this thing where it's like they like took down buildings to build parking lots you know it just doesn't make sense where it's like you can have so much more there instead yeah so just figuring out that how to automate the process and like optimize it cool Cool. Yeah, I think technology is definitely advancing way faster than a lot of us think. If we look back two years from now versus three years from now, four years from now, there's just this huge growth of startups in the tech industry. And um, I totally agree. I think parking will definitely become more technology savvy as we as we progress as a society. So Anyway, um, I think that's it. Thank you so much for, for joining us on, on this Start Over Coffee podcast. I always love talking and catching up, so anytime. <laughs> cool, thanks.